0: Science!
1: So it's time! It's
0: time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, dig sucker? Grab a 6 pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast Podcast. podcast. Grab a 6 pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast. Grab a 6 pack, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast Podcast. podcast. S- t- Six facts sit back and prepare to laugh. It's John podcast podcast back and back 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 prepare to laugh. It's John Dash podcast podcast Holy gentlemen. woke episode three hundred and fifty nine of John Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, as Always I'm Tyler and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend of himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: Oh, Tyler, I am feeling so much better today because of a few reasons. One... Taco Bell? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Well, Taco Bell would be making me feel a little bit more happy right at this moment, Uh, but no, it's not food for a change. It's actually a new gaming item. (laughs) And to be perfectly honest with you guys, I didn't think I was going to be going through and investing inside of a new console so soon, but... To be perfectly honest, I looked at the viewpoint of the future. I did not think, actually, honestly, I do have no plans to purchase an Xbox One, a Series X, or a PS5. So, what did I do? Did my research, looked at my games. I'm unhappy that I have not played a lot of my PS4 games. So, I bought a PS4 Pro.
0: (laughs) Good choice. Good, 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 Good choice.
1: And it's just the feeling that, here's what kind of stemmed me going inside this direction. So, my mom and I, we decided to give my dad a new TV. Oh, cool. So, my dad has a 55-inch Samsung TV. It has 4K capabilities. It was discounted at our Walmart for like 275 Nice. So, we get him that. I hook it up for him. I get everything else all adjusted. Everything fucking show that he watches either an old tv show a movies everything feels like it looks like it's in hdr like a freaking like almost lifelike sort of like a live action freaking shows happening in real time you can see the movements are crisp and clear everything else is all that and i look at my tv and i look at the channels that i'm watching i'm like oh, why the fuck don't i have that and uh, what's kind of hilarious is, like, I hooked up my S- my Xbox One S to his TV. And I was just showing him, hey, this is how we can play a little bit in, like, uh, games in, like, HDR and the yeah. 4K stuff. And yeah. so...
0: Pitterpots multiplayer pop- now. So,
1: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, no. Anyway, <laughs> I decided to pop in Mirror's Edge because that's one of those games... Mm-hmm those old 360 games that have been updated to support HDR. And I was playing that and it looked fucking crisp. It absolutely looked fucking crisp in order to... with uh, everything else all set in motion. And so... I started thinking about it. It's like, why is not... why is my TV not doing that stuff? And so I did a little bit of research. I actually adjusted and there's actually a feature where I can adjust in my TCL TV where... I can set it to a frequency where it supports that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So after working the settings on my TV picture and everything else, I focused upon my PS4 and my PS4 Slim that I have and I've had for like at least a few years now. I started playing some games and the games were looking better, this and that. But when I did some research, I just decided off the cuff, I wanted to check out my gaming collection that I got for my PS4. How many of them support the PlayStation 4 Pro? So I did a bit of research online. There are some games that I own that doesn't clearly say on the box, but has been updated to include support for PlayStation 4 Pro, like Shadow of Mordor and, like, like other types of games that are not so obvious. But uh, over half my games that I own on PS4 physically support PlayStation 4 Pro. And that left me with a feeling of, well, I am definitely not getting the best out of the content that I own. <laughs> and uh, so, out of curiosity, I went on to my my uh, TCL TV. It has its own apps, like for YouTube and this and that. I decided to watch a bit of my, the games that I own, right? 4K footage inside of 2160p. And so as I'm watching games like Spider-Man, like Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm seeing how much detail, like, from the lighting, from the shadowing, from the dynamic range of motion, it's then and there that I thought to myself, yeah, I gotta get something here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, I am not enjoying these games like I should be. <laughs> so I decided to go out earlier on today... There was one PS4 Pro left. I invested and I bought one. Got everything else transferred. Got my extra PS4 in storage, just in case, as a backup. And, oh my god. I decided to pop in Doom Eternal. Got all the HDR stuff. And, Jesus Christ, that game is absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It is super gorgeous. You can tell... The shadowing, the lighting of things are super efficient. You can actually tell when you're going through light and dark places. Like, if you're going through, like, a dark corridor or something, everything else is, like, shadows and everything else is all, like, crisp and clean. The enemy movements when you're beating things like mancubuses and, like, freaking, like, demons and, like, freaking, like, basic grunt enemies and stuff, they're all moving, like, just super realistically and all this other stuff, and it just feels like you're actually absorbed inside this fucking world and it's... It is incredible. It feels incredible. I mean, quintessentially, I did this because I wanted to future-proof myself, you know, for the next couple years, because I don't want to play... I don't want to pay $507 for a PS5 and sure as hell, I'm not going to switch over to Xbox anytime soon with the fucking Series X because I mostly have my PlayStation stuff. That's what I play my games on, other than the Switch. So it's like, it was a no-brainer for me, and I haven't tried any of uh, other games on my PS4 Pro, but uh, yeah, I'm happy with the fucking purchase that I've got. <laughs> Good. So that was that's pretty much the newest thing that's with me, though. How about
0: you, Tyler? Um, I'm doing alright. Um, nothing too crazy with to me though. I'm, I'm happy you got the pro though. It's a it's a beautiful piece of technology that's for sure. Um, definitely like it makes a huge difference for sure on some of the games. Yeah. Even like um, like I, I like some of the games out there. Like you can do like 60 frames per second, or you can do like a better graphics. And yep. I've always leaned towards the better graphics and with a 30 frames per second. I like I the six the thirty and the sixty I don't notice a a huge, huge difference where I just like like when I play through like God of War and Hell Hellblade and stuff like that, I'm just like I wanna you know, I want it to be as pretty as possible. So um
1: for for games like say like uh that are kind of recent over the past couple of years, like using like the boosted mode and stuff is yeah. supposed to like uh help them tremendously. But for anything that was before the PlayStation four pro, it's actually recommended that they just have the boosted mode off oh. or like the 30 frames per second lock. Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, but like the, like a lot of the first party games, like they have like, and like the Star Wars, like Last Jedi, or not Last Jedi, Star Wars Fallen uh, Order. Order. Thank you. I, don't I, kept, I had Jedi in my head for some reason. But um, when that came <laughs> out, it had like, you can do 30 frames per second with a, with a higher resolution or 60 frames or lesser. And I'm like, well, I was trying to remember, I remember especially, I, I remember trying to play that game and like it was chugging at 60 frames. So I'm like, when I put it on thirty with with the high resolution, it ran great. Um, no. It's just a case by case basis with yes, games. Yeah. I mean,
1: you'll if it's noticeably chugging or anything else with that boosted that uh, locked sixty frames or something like that, then yeah, it's like that's a noticeable difference. Yeah, I, would, I know with like yeah, just with Doom, I didn't have any issues with it. Doom Eternal, but
0: yeah, yeah. like Doom. Well, Doom runs at sixty frames and it's gorgeous, but certain games just you guys use one the there so that's something i would tell you like games that come out like post 2016 look in the options and or in the settings of each game and they'll usually have some of them will have like an option like you can play in like a higher resolution or a faster frame rate so um, i mean teach its own some people like 60 frames per second some people want the better graphics so uh, just a little tip out there for you but um no i'm doing okay. i'm doing okay uh, it's kind of weird right now i'm looking out the window and it's a whatever a snowstorm so that's cool what yeah yeah um yeah we got a decent amount of snow it was it was easter was like we had an ice storm and snow so but like the day before that it was like 60 degrees outside so yeah jesus primary
1: so. dude i like that's just insane to me mm-hmm. because it's like snowstorm in the middle of uh, april and it's yeah. like i literally had 60 something degree weather today inside of uh, washington state so it's yeah. like
0: well it's it's kind of like a tradition here and iowa especially since we had a pretty light winter we had a handful of really bad snowstorms cold days but it, for the most part it's it was it wasn't too bad and i was just like Courtney and i were talking she's like do you think we'll get is it, it's over it's gonna be nice out i'm like i think we'll be will be due for a couple uh shitty days out and we've i mean i remember last year like in like beginning of may it was still like 40 degrees out and stuff like that so I know kind of sucks though because we've been teased lately and going on a lot of nice walks and yeah. you know especially when we're already in court you know quarantine it makes it worse when like you can't even go outside and go for a nice walk or open up the windows have some fresh air come in so um, oh
1: man you want to know it's really hilarious it's like ever since that uh the last time that I worked other than one day it's been fucking sunny and clear skies yeah for like almost three weeks and it's been incredibly crazy because that's never
0: happened so over here. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, because you—you'll you, probably get another goddamn snowstorm too out there. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, I'm doing okay. Uh, I got our uh st- st- stimulus checks yesterday. So that yes, yesterday actually. Yeah. yeah, already spent that though. Nothing fun. Didn't get a. Uh, I, I I I bought six months of car insurance and uh, tags for the cars. So well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I figured. I was like, oh man! I was like, I was looking at some stuff. I was like, ooh, I could get that, I could get that. But I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at some games, like looking at some game sales. I'm oh just like, I'm like, I don't like. I like like today. I did, I did when I when I was on Skype with you. I, I broke and I got Borderlands three for fifteen bucks. So, oh, there you go. But I figured, you know, where <laughs> r- I got a couple games to play right now, and then after that, there's not a lot. So, yeah, well, you might as well. Yeah, figured. Who knows when the hell like the next big games and come out like it's like kind of sadly like the next game i'm really excited for that has a release date actually um is saints Row the third which is a 2011 uh remake remake of a game so uh yeah it's you know tough times overall but you know, first world problems obviously in the context of gaming it sucks but uh obviously what's going on in the world um understandable like i don't know it's just i don't you know it's just it's kind of hard to like not talk about every at the beginning of every show where it's like yeah what's going on in your corn times but it's like yeah you because know, everybody's going through it but it's just like yeah you got we got to talk about it in some way it's, it's all we got right now you know no but, i just
1: find it hilarious how like it some people like including my friends are trying to deal with like a lot of the quarantine stuff and literally some of them are like just like Pulling some freaking funny ass shit or something like that, like using fucking apps or something to turn themselves like gender-wise the opposite gender. Oh uh, yeah, sort of shit. yeah. Watching Tiger King and all the other
0: shit. Oh yeah, you know? don't. I we watched Tiger King a few weeks ago. That is like the worst seven hours of television I've ever seen. Like it's it's it, like re- re- referencing it to Jersey Shore is an insult to Jersey Shore. Okay, like, that, that is like trash TV at its finest. But uh, I watched every episode of it. And I hate myself for it completely. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, it's like platining pitter pot or something. But, uh <laughs> it was kind of funny. Gables and I somehow ended up getting into like a, a tree fall studios, uh, deep dive on the internet and well, <laughs> watching like videos. That's, be-
1: that's because you had to bring to my attention that the freaking, what is it? The mysterious orb two.
0: the perplexing, the, the, the perplexing orb two.
1: Oh, the perplexing orb too. We had to bring that out. It's like, oh, Treefall Studios is putting out a new game. And I looked at that. It's like, oh my god, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I literally pulled up um, YouTube while we were talking. And I just like for some reason on like my homepage. <laughs> fucking Treefall Studios. I'm like, why is this here? Well,
1: You followed them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, our our drunk nerds. I our drunk nerds YouTube channel subscribes to them, so that's what that's how it popped up. But I ended up going like a half an hour deep dive into all that. So fucking. I
1: literally went like a half an hour deep dive inside their fucking Twitter account yeah. because it's fucking gold. Yeah,
0: Gables was like internet raging. I haven't heard I him, haven't, I haven't seen him rage on in the internet in a long time. So it's. Oh my God.
1: Me. I'm sorry. But when you're a gaming developer and when you read off, like, if you're going through and like. Uh, you're the only one that's actually cheering for your own game to be released, while everyone mm-hmm. else is kind of either indifferent or being paid off to go through and say nice things about it. I, I, I don't think you're in a good place.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when it's like the same generic comments over and over again. But, uh, yeah, it was it was, it was, pretty, it was pretty.
1: Especially fun. if, especially if you make a game, you release it on a major platform like the PlayStation Four, and there's only maybe two people that have actually streamed it throughout the entirety of switch yeah. and i'm the other person because i fucking lost a bet yeah. and i had to play through that entire game yeah and, and the <laughs> other
0: person is someone that that uh donated to them and is it the only reason they did it is because they're in the game or their their name is in the in the credits so yeah that was that's uh, that's yeah and he speed ran it so it's the only way to play that game is only about, oh. is by beating it in half an hour not like Gable's playing it for fifty six hours. He played this game when he pl- played for fifty 50- He played this game more than he played Fire Emblem Three Houses last year last year.
1: Oh hell no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh hell and you a, no. You put you put
0: hundred and seventy five hours in the three houses last year. So that's that says something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I put about hundred and seventy something hours inside there, but I think I only paid Hit like maybe like ten hours inside a bitter pot. That's of course about nine and a half hours
0: more than I did. <laughs>
1: oh god! Well, at least with Fire Emblem Three Houses, I literally didn't play the game for half an hour. Then almost not off to sleep every time I fucking played it. Yeah, true. <laughs> You
0: know, uh, you know, you got me all excited. You got me, you got me all hot and bothered over here thinking about Extra Life. You know, because because I was Extra Life bet. They had to play it. <laughs> what if you and me sat down together on Extra Life? Okay. It's a 24-hour gaming event, November 7th. Extra-life.org. Right. What if you and me finally did it, Gables? Played through the entirety of Resident Evil oh. 6. <laughs>
1: well. Oh, my God. Well, we have to do it eventually, can't <laughs> <It's>, we?
0: <it's, laughs> it seems like a good time, you know? Like, You know, I, I, I have a feeling it's gonna be a pretty light holiday season so extra life is not gonna be there's not gonna be a lot of great games to play maybe we'll get lucky i kind of feel but go ahead
1: i kind of feel the exact same way you do i don't think there's gonna be a hell of a lot that's gonna be looking forward to by the end of this year in terms of game releases and i think in order to keep our sanity we're probably gonna be fucking playing through resident evil yes yeah,
0: we might have no games left to play but resident evil six It's like, well, (laughs) I beat Barbie's World Tour 2008 through 2017, and I played through all the Just Dance games. Um, We beat every Treefall Studios game out there that we could play. Uh, I guess we got to play Resident Evil 6 now.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) If I remember correctly, the last time I played Resident Evil 6, I went through half, almost half, of Chris Redfield's campaign. That's awful. And I quit specifically because I came across the glitch <laughs> where I ran out of bullets yeah. in the middle of everything and I had to freaking try to melee people and mm-hmm. I could not kill
0: So here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you and I get together. We'll just throw it on easy. Yep. Let's not let's not torture ourselves anymore. They're already doing. Put it on well, easy. I didn't play it on easy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might be screwed then. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Well, we'll try it again. Yeah, but yeah, and we'll hope to God that we don't come across that. Well, we won't.
0: This time, you won't have like some stupid AI person that like blows through all their bullets for no reason. So, oh, that's true. Like when you play like Resident Evil Five, like you don't give your your uh, AI partner like any bullets unless you have to, like unless you absolutely have to, because otherwise it's just like they'll like shoot like all everything for no reason. So it's like you get. I'll tell you what. Okay.
1: In terms. of of gaming quality and stuff like that, Resident Evil 5 is like the fucking God of War compared to fucking Resident Evil 6. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, I mean...
1: Yeah. it's yeah. Except, you know, the whole co-op thing. And oh, yeah. And it, stuff it's, like that. But I'm just it's saying awesome. is the game, I'd rather be playing Resident Evil 5 co-op than 6.
0: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> 100%. I, w- I would rather someone step on me with her high heels on my testicles and play Resident Evil 6. But for for the children, I'm willing to do it. Not have my testicles yeah. stepped on, but play, re, play Resident Evil 6. I, I own know, it. And the most, so.
1: You know, well, the most depressing part is I actually own Resident Evil 6 twice. Me too. One on PS4 <laughs> and one on Xbox One. And, oh, uh, why? The only game I don't own Resident Evil-wise throughout those three four five and six of that bundle is re5 on ps4 hmm. and i'll tell you uh, what man i honestly i probably would buy that on ps4 if i did co-op
0: what which one <laughs> resident Evil 5
1: yeah All right. i've heard it's a good co-op game yeah
0: no I, I i played through it when it came out like what two three years ago four years ago on ps4 i played yeah. through the game. it wasn't it's, it's not bad it's not as bad as i remember but it's still pretty bad. It's not great. Well, not bad, but it's, it's okay. As long
1: as you don't play by yourself and have the freaking AI
0: use oh. all the bullets. Yeah, well, I play by myself, but, like, I, I, you know, you work around the AI. But it wasn't, it's not as awful as I remember. Like, the, yeah. Chris punching a boulder is, is stupid, but, I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's like, it, there's a lot of bad memories from that game, but, like, replaying it, I'm like, ah, it's okay. It's like a 7 out of 10 kind of game, 6.5 kind of thing. But, um, like if, if it wasn't called Resident Evil, no one would give a shit about it. But, um... <laughs> I don't know. That just me. Like all that, like, got me all excited for Extra Life. Was talking about Pitter Pot. Uh, so,
1: oh my god, yeah. Well, Almost Extra Life, six, man, six and a half months. I away. am excited, mm-hmm. dude. It may be so long away, but at the same time and stuff, I'm kind of excited to see what we can actually do this year. Yeah,
0: no, it's yeah. Like, what the hell's like? It's crazy right now, but like, what's what's gonna happen and what are we gonna look like six months from now, seven months from now? And speaking of that, we're gonna we're we're gonna jump into some news gables because. All right. this is gonna be interesting uh, you know next uh, re- pretty much re- really the next 12 18 months but um, we talked about a little bit last week about how like PlayStation and uh, Sony and Microsoft said that they're gonna they're sticking with the um, 2020 uh, release dates for the new consoles um, so this is coming out this is all report this is like 100% confirmed obviously because they're not gonna have to come out and say this but um this is a um, an article and this is a lot of places but I'm reading this one from polygon so um, this is if with everything going on with playstation 6 what's going on that sony will only be able to make five to six million ps5s um through um april 1st of next year um because the company is having issue, issues with the price and availability of getting the components to make the consoles um which is short of the ps4 had seven and a half million available in that time frame when it launched back in 2013 and through 2000 uh, april of 2014 um, the company manufacturing partners were recently informed by Sony that um, of the five to six million figure, which isn't influenced by the COVID-19 global pandemic at all, which is actually kind of crazy. Um, but uh, it's it's more the guts of the machine are so expensive and rare that Sony has been looking at a price tag in the neighborhood of four from five hundred to five fifty. Um, Bloomberg uh, has characterized Sony as struggling with the price announcement and the PS4 launch at 400. The basic model is now 300. The pro is, um, that launched in 16 is now 400. Um, so uh, they kind of went. This article goes back into like Sony gambling with going with a six hundred dollar console for PS3. Um, while the coronavirus outbreak is so far only affecting Sony's pro- promotional plans for the PS5, Bloomberg uh, sources say that oh, so actually I was wrong. This has nothing to do with with COVID nineteen. This has everything to do with just Sony and the, the consoles they're making. But uh, Bl- Bloomberg sources say they could still. Uh, affect the production orders so uh, best bet is basically five about five six million um sony's board of directors were, was supposed to uh approve the business plan for the ps5 by by the march uh, by march but that hasn't hasn't happened as japan like most of the world has been under state home orders to co- contain the virus um spread so he's also uh, already announced that the report of the quarterly figures scheduled for april 30th which uh usually because you know, it's the end of the fiscal year april 1st uh they pushed that back um so there's a lot going on, like basically like uh a lot of plans already like there's a promotional plans uh coming out, things like that. Like the whole like when they're gonna reveal everything has like everything's in flux right now. Obviously everything's in flux in general, but um, especially with the new consoles. So I don't know, where are you at with this? Like do you think it's do you do you still see us having new consoles this fall? Um what do what do you think we're gonna be at, Gables?
1: I honestly feel that Sony is probably going to be on track to still release this year. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Microsoft with their new consoles. And that's,
0: I, I, I do want to mention that that the big thing is is that PlayStation is actually open to pushing back the release date to, to next year. Um, but only if Microsoft does it. They're, they're basically waiting to see what Microsoft does.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like at this point and stuff. They're just waiting and seeing who's going to pull what first. Because if one pulls, the other one's going to pull. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I kind of feel like both are going to try to edge out each other by just playing a virtual game of chicken, pretty much. In this regards, that's not good for Sony right now, because they already are struggling enough to identify itself away from the Xbox Series X. They have not done a great job in return, in terms of letting us know more details about their system... They've already went through their specs. Mm. We've already seen the PS5 controller, the Dual Sense. Yep. But at the same time, they are very hesitant in terms of what they want to do with price. This news in regards to having a reduced thing, even though it has nothing to do with COVID nineteen, the whole everything else, you know, it's like that's crazy in and of itself. But parts are scarce. It's going to be even less than what. The PS4, those numbers, or any other of their PlayStation consoles in the past couple generations, I mean that's not good. And honestly, if you're looking at a system that's like five hundred dollars or something like that, I mean it's even if it's like five, five fifty and stuff like that, that's very fucking expensive for a gaming console. Especially if it doesn't have that much of an improvement over things that are currently available. I mean a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X. But at this point, it's really telling right now that who kind of has this sort of advantage right now in terms of appeal right at the moment. I feel that Microsoft has done a fantastic job of advertising and putting it out there for their Series X. We know what the console looks like. We know for a fact that they're not going to be having like any major first-party games or maybe like that in terms of... uh, supporting just for that console for the first couple of years, and even though that's a detriment, people already know, hey, if they're going through, they're phasing out their One Xs, which that's exactly what they're doing now, they're discounting them to the same price as like an Xbox One S, then those that are going to be looking for, say, a $400 Xbox Series X this fall or whenever, they're going to be more inclined to possibly buy that. So, in conclusion, in regards to the whole PS... Just the whole PS5 thing in general and stuff, it's like... I don't see it as, like, a good thing that they're releasing reduced stuff. But at the same time, it's an equal opportunity for Microsoft to go through and capitalize with the Series X.
0: Yeah. That's Uh, pretty much it. Okay. I don't know. i yeah, like I, I, I think this is pretty much just like. I, I assumed already that you know five hundred dollars was going to be the the price point for these um, you know these new consoles, so I'm not like, uh, like super duper like upset I guess about that, from a certain th- right. you know I went in with the mindset of that, but um, I don't know I just I hope I don't know it's just it's so weird it's just like. You look for. Like, I'm looking forward to these consoles. I'm looking forward to like, what's what are these like? What's what's gonna come out with it? What, what are the games like? What's gonna happen? And it's just like crazy to think that like you know you like, in in the context of gaming. But it's just like, I feel like when we get there to November, like we don't know where we're gonna be at in six months. So like looking at it, yeah. it's just it's so hard. Like we a month ago, we didn't know we were gonna be here in the situation we're at right now. So it's it's hard to like plan the rest of the year out. Look at the rest of the year. I mean, Last of Us just got delayed indefinitely, and people were talking, "Oh, people yeah. are just going to wait for PS Five to come out." Like, it's like Ghost of Tsushima might come out in June still, but we're going to be waiting for Last of Us until maybe next year, or if not, you know, it might be a PS Five launch game.
1: You but. Sure uh, know
0: i don't i you know 500 bucks fine whatever that i'm I, you know i'm not too because i i think both consoles are gonna be 500 regardless but um i don't know i i i i don't i just don't know if like like where's like i said the country like not the country the world where is it gonna be at then like are we gonna like are because we're not gonna recover from this it's gonna be it's gonna take years decades for this like for us to fully recover generations possibly to recover fully from this and like
1: and that's all from us being like not just out of a job for like quintessentially more than like a month or something like that but like everything else that's going on too you know yeah it's
0: like a lot of
1: companies a lot of things that used to be prominent even before this stuff went through are going to be phasing out yeah you know
0: yeah exactly like I think the consoles like assume say let's just say there's three million at launch for the entire world, like they're gonna sell regardless. So yeah. it's like I I can see why they still launch it, and it could be like a Wii situation where they're extremely hard to find for a year, year and a half maybe. Yep. Um, but it's like because who you know I don't know if I, I want to buy a PS5 at launch, but it's gonna be difficult to get. One. It was gonna it was gonna be difficult to get one anyways, just because it's as soon as it goes up for pre order it's gonna be sold out. But now yep. you know. Uh, p- I, I, it's going to sell regardless it's going to sell out but it's just like is it smart to sell because like you're not maybe you, who knows how many you're going to have but you're, you're hoping best case scenario five to six million in the first what four months five months of these things being out so maybe you wait build up stock and we've proven already that a console can come out in March and fucking sell it crazy consoles come out big consoles will come out the people are going to buy them it doesn't have to be holiday like it does to me, it doesn't make sense to like sell something that's hard to find, at holiday season, like that's gonna be that hard to find. You know, like I understand, like yep. oh, like oh, like the, the big toy for kids or whatever. It's like oh, we gotta buy this because that's what every kid wants. You know, so you, but it's like it's, I, I just don't understand that. Where it's like this is gonna be extremely hard to find, extremely yep. same probably with the series X. And it's like no, it, this thing will sell in March. You don't need to like put it out now and, this and you know
1: exactly what's going to happen when they release people are going to buy it up buy them up and they're going to be scalping them. yeah
0: and, that, and that's true too it's just like you don't like there's no benefit to me at all i don't understand it nowadays like where it's like there's zero benefit of releasing these things in november you can release this thing in fucking june and it will sell out i mean
1: hell let's look at an example right now nintendo switch this console that's been out since 2016 has been selling out worldwide mm-hmm. And people are scalping the shit out of this freaking four-year-old console almost now because of how many people want to play that just for, like, games like Animal Crossing, Zelda, and all the other backlog of great games for it. So, if they're doing that for a console like the Nintendo Switch, guess what's going to happen when a Series X and PS5 release and it's, like, minimal amount? Same thing's going to happen.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, it... Yeah, I don't, it just, it does not, it baffles me, where it's like, hey, we we need this out this holiday season, like, why? Why does it have to be holiday, because, like, I get you want, like, I understand, like, Call of Duty and big AAA games want to release for the holiday season, because there's, but there's gonna be a plethora of those games, Call of Duty's not gonna be, like, selling out everywhere, like, you can buy that fucking anytime, it's just, like, you want to get those out for people to play it on, it's like, what's the benefit to me, I don't, I don't understand it. And it's just like, wait till March, maybe even later if you have to, spill this one stock, because I would rather have enough out there where people can buy them and then have enough, have a, have a, a nice second burst of a second shipment of those where not, everybody's not going crazy trying to find these things. And it's like, you're not making money off eBay selling these fucking things. It's just, just wait. I don't, I, it's, it's just, it pisses me off. Whereas it's like, I, I, I said this when like the Switch came out, It's was like, and that was my concern. I, I was completely wrong and I admit that where it's like, at least the console in March makes no sense. But it's just like we, we saw, like, the fucking like, it, big console releases will do fine. It doesn't matter. Like, you will do fine. You can release this literally anytime and it will sell out. You can drop the PS5 and the Xbox Series, series X probably tomorrow and it will sell out. I guarantee it. Yep. People will people with extra money will buy it. It will happen. So, there, it's just... I don't know. I I would rather, maybe it's just from it's this is a lot of personal frustration. where it's like, you know, it's like I I don't know. I just it's just I don't get the holiday thing anymore. As if like we've proven it doesn't need to happen. It just just release it, build up stock, make it readily available. How about that? You know, have eight ten million of them sell. I mean, like I said, it's going to sell regardless. But build up enough stock where you can make it so people that want it can get it. I understand like. There's already there's always that thing of like if we, it's hard to buy, people want to buy it more because it's it's got less quantity. But when it's already when it's going to have right. really 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 low quantity compared to normal, maybe that's that's not a good thing. And it's like, I mean, the series like the Xbox last generation was selling it like crazy, and it only came out to a fraction of the world. It took six months before it came out to everywhere. You know, like it didn't yep. hit it didn't hit Japan until the following fucking summer. And it's like, it, and Sony's going to be crazy everywhere. Japan, China, America, Europe, everywhere. So I don't know. But moving on to our next topic here, this one you know hits—it's it's a little closer. But we don't—it's it, it, like we're fans somewhat of the genre, but not so much the games. So weird things going on with uh, WWE 2K uh, 21. So what with, with, with WWE 2K in general? But um, basically, WWE 2K 21 has been canceled completely. And there's going to be a different type of WWE, WWE game coming out this uh, this year. It's from 2K, but they're going to be having. It's going to be. It's not going to be 2K21, and they're going to come back the fall next year for WWE 2K22. Um, so, uh, I mean, we're, we're both fa- we're, we're both fans of wrestling, but we've kind of fallen out of the wrestling genre for the most part. Like we still pay attention to it. We, we, there's things we love about it, but. You know, WWE, it, just, it sucks. Um, but I don't know, Gable's was like, where, where are you at with this whole thing with, with uh, the 2K games? and Just in the WWE video game genre uh, altogether.
1: Well, I'll tell you one. It's like, I'm not surprised that they decided to cancel this year's release considering how disastrous 2K20 was and essentially it being one of the worst games of that year. Not on top of that, Not only that but how many glitches that were inside and how buggy it was not day one considering that yukes the developer that was actually helping working on that series for so many years decided just to go through and just they couldn't do it anymore so they left 2k with the keys to the car pretty much of the house and basically this is the end result like a complete buggy mess and even at some point, even at one point, you couldn't even play the damn game in 2020 because there was like a clock bug or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, forget about that. People could not literally play that game until they had to release a fucking patch. But uh to be perfectly honest with you, Tyler, it's like I have not enjoyed a 2K game since 2K14 on PS3 and 360.
0: Yeah, that was the last I... one before with the 2K, wasn't it?
1: That was the last... Well, actually, that was the first 2K game. Was
0: it really? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes, it was. It was the first 2K game. And that wasn't too much different than uh, the last THQ owned one with uh, WWE 13, which that was a good wrestling game. Yeah, they itself. were
0: bad, actually. I remember?
1: Let's see. 13 and 14. Those last two wrestling games at the tail end of the PS3 and 360's life cycles were pretty competent wrestling games. I actually got the Platinum for 2K14 because that was a pretty fun-ass game. with all things considering. Mm -hmm. But, uh, God, but even since then, it's like there had been no single WWE game throughout this console generation for the PS4, Xbox One, that I have actually sat down and actually wanted to play because, quintessentially, there was nothing that hooked me in that repeals. And on top of that, it's like there's been so many inconsistencies, so many features taken away that used to be predominant inside of the older games and on top of that
0: the nail in the coffin was just 2k20 it's just basically just something that was just sharded out into <laughs> the
1: release window because wwe paid for it and they had to release it this year that year and uh well quintessentially i'm kind of interested in seeing what they're going to be doing in terms of a replacement for that game but at the same time, there there is no freaking way that that <laughs> franchise is going to recover the same way the for, for like 22 or something like that, or 2K22. Unless they do a complete overhaul of what that game is. Since quintessentially, it's been the same since SmackDown vs. Raw, quintessentially, that style, that influence.
0: Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. It's just like... I, I remember Like the last one I bought was... Uh, I think it was 2K13 or 14. And um, there's one before the... the there's a, the Shriek mode, the Undertaker Shriek mode. I bought the one before that. I think it was 2K13. Um,
1: the Beat the Streak was a predominant feature that I think was inside 2K13, but 2K14 actually put it on another level to where you could actually face off against all the wrestlers that The Undertaker fought okay. up until that point, and this is the last year before before in real life Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania yeah. 30, That's right, yeah. and so that was a mode that I enjoyed because you were facing off against a tough-as-nails Undertaker, and you could not beat this dude unless you actually went through and put so much effort... In which I did, and that was one of the last things I did before unlocking the platinum trophy for that. Yeah, because I remember
0: <laughs> I bought the one before that because one extra life. Uh, Jake was doing that for extra life. That was his big thing. It was like beat the streak and all that. Um, yep. So I, that's the one reason I remember that. But I remember, it was it was a fun you know wrestling game. It wasn't like too crazy. Like it, it, they always try to go for the simulation stuff, and it's just it, it's fine, but it's not. I, I never, like it's fun for a little bit, but it's never like. Something I want to do for long, long periods of time. So I remember, like, what was it? I take that back. I think Xbox Live Gold or one of them, maybe PS Plus, gave away like two two K sixteen for free. I played for a few hours. I'm just like, I'm not having fun with this. So it's like, and especially now where it's like, it's got pro- progressively worse every year. You know, with with glitches and just they they just they they add to the to the roster, but like the games have gotten like where it's just from a, a gameplay just bugs and glitches and it's just like you watch every every year when the new 2k wrestling game comes out it's just like all right what's all the crazy glitches we're gonna see this time around and it's like it's fucking nuts some of the shit we see uh from it so i i think it's a good thing I, i'm glad that we're gonna get it, they're gonna do a year off it needs to happen it's kind of like what, what ea did with nba live game for it's like it took a year off and they came back and it, the nba live games are fine but they're not great but
1: I, they need to rework that that franchise from the ground yeah, up. yeah it needs in re- terms of gameplay in terms of everything that's something that should have yeah.
0: been done a, the, years ago. but to me the problem is like 2k has perfected like the nba live like, the nba experience like for game for like a, a simulation ex- experience but the the um microtransactions has ruined that so it's like i'm more i'm pro nba live because of that um uh, that reason but um I don't know I think it's, it's good to take a year off it's, it's kind of Assassin's Creed I remember they did the same thing where it's like you guys it's like you've, it's just the games coming out they're, they're not they're not great anyways but then like they're also extremely buggy and glitchy and they're like even when they were fixed it's like you go back and play them and it's like this game's not fun to play and they took a year off and it's like the best thing they ever did was take that year off to take a break from it um,
1: yeah and look what they released they released Odyssey yeah
0: Odyssey is fucking fantastic so um yeah it's it's good you know i think a year off here and there is great and i'm I'm curious what that new game is going to be like is it going to be like a a no mercy like like but a lot of us like we we look back to those n64 games and like smackdown and stuff like that for playstation and it's like man i want that again and it's like i don't know like what was it the um
1: that gaming engine that aki corporation gaming engine that they developed they fine-tuned that to where it was so simple just to go through and do your grapples, do your strikes. do It was simple in terms of gameplay, the reversal system, mm. system for strikes, for grapples, but it was so complex because you could do various various stuff you wouldn't think about doing. Like, for example, in No Mercy, when you're playing a ladder match and all of a sudden it's like you actually go through, you set someone on the announcer table, you actually manage to do that, and you can climb up the ladder and all of a sudden do like high aerial attacks to crash someone through a table, you know? At that time, it's when I was playing on in the 64, it's like, I could not believe I could do that. It was just the aspect of, okay, what can I do doing this or that, you know? That was the most fun appeal of playing those wrestling games back then. Because even though limitations in hardware, you could still do a bunch of fun stuff. And obviously the major appeal for those wrestling games, whether it be... WCW, NWO, Revenge, WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy, or even as, even as recent as like say, in, includes the GameCube or PS2 era when you had like games like Ultimate Muscle and like Def Jam Vendetta yeah, and oh, like Def Jam Vendetta, Def Jam Fight, Fight for New York yeah. and stuff like that. Those those games that uh, that engine was so fun that you could literally like just basically play those type of like you play one of those games for literally months with friends and you cannot get bored of them
0: yeah <laughs> well and that's that that's the key thing i think like you look at like it's like it's not fun for like, a lot of people like to play somebody like if i if i had justin come over tomorrow and play madden with me he's not gonna have fun because he doesn't it's just it's, no. it's so technical and i would destroy him easily destroy him and, and not talk shit or anything. But if I played you and Madden tomorrow, I, I, it wouldn't be close, you know? Uh, even though you played enough Madden, like, you, you can be competent with it. But, like, something like Justin, who's never played, who plays, he's probably play, I haven't played Madden in five years, at best. it will be fun for him. But it's, like, the things that work for well so well for, like, No Mercy and, WCW versus AWO and all those games back in the day was like how easy it was to pick up and it was fun to play. And it's like you look uh, at these I games right it. now, it's like if I play I remember like Jake went like back in the day when we first started like doing the show and like we play like the the W whatever the new game was or whatever and we play together it's like he plays them enough that he's like competent at them. they're really good at them. And I play him and I'm just like I wanna just I wanna play like a like a fucking fighting game. I'm just gonna mash buttons and stuff like that and it's like, it's not fun for me, because he, he knows how to play the game, actually, and he just <laughs> destroys me, and beats the shit on me, it's like, this is not fun, and it's like we lost it, like the, like wrestling is like, it's, uh, as a video game, should just be like a fighting game, where it's like, if you want to get super technical you can probably get it, technical about it, Absolutely. if you want to be like a street fighter, crazy, soul caliber kind of fan, or whatever, you can, but if you want to pick it up and play it, and just play with your friends, like, it should be that, like, that's what that game it should be, like
1: a- it should be like a party game yeah. or like like a fighting game sort of experience with that, you know, like an arcade style, like kind of things where, yeah, wrestling is the focus, but at the same time, the key focus upon it is like having experiences like you would have played back in the day, say Saturday Night Slam Masters or even like WWE All-Stars when that released yeah. like last generation. Yeah. That was a great example of a fantastic fighting game, but also had actually a good story mode from what I recall and had all these dream matches of like various wrestlers either whether it be like cm punk and like friggin the ultimate warrior or like undertaker and like oh god oh man more john morrison
0: or whoever the hell yeah whatever his it's name is
1: just, it's just like uh it's just that missing factor you know i mean we do have deep customized customizational stuff for like ...games like Fire Pro Wrestling, which that's fun in and of itself, but it's not the same as you don't have that in-depth sort of, like, championship mode that you would have done single-player-wise with, say, No Mercy, or in that regard and stuff. It doesn't have that sort of appeal in terms of, like, say, a party aspect, say, as similar to what, like, a 3D, like, wrestling game would be. I mean, it's... Fire Pro Wrestling is a fun-ass game, by the same time, you're pretty much making your own characters to look like characters that are in real life, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like, Fire for Wrestling was fun, like for a little bit, but it was you know, like I enjoyed Fire for Wrestling, it was fun, but uh, it was close to like what I wanted. And I don't know, but it was just like the problem was that game was it didn't have like the licensing that it you know, it was just like you're playing that like, customization, yeah, it
1: had, it's like that customization,
0: mode yeah, was the biggest selling point in that game, yeah. But but it was just like if, if you gave me like the WWE. Like wrestlers in that, I've played a lot more. You know, what I mean, it's just like so. And they're like, Ux is making their own wrestling games so come out sometime next year, and there's been talks oh. that it's gonna be an AEW game, but no one knows for sure yet. Oh my god! But it's just like that'd be hilarious. Yeah, it would be. I mean, I'd be, would be awesome, funny, but also awesome. But it's like, what are they gonna do to make them make it different? It's like we. I think that's something that's been drastically missing this generation, is like the NFL Street, NBA Street style like games. Um, like those have gone away completely. Really, in the last like ten years, Um, those
1: middle tier sort of games that you would expect from like a PS2, GameCube, Xbox stuff. Where yeah, it's like you could have fall back on them to play some of your favorite players or favorite wrestlers and stuff, and have some enjoyment out of it instead yeah. of like these hyper realistic simulators. Yeah, that and like people are boring as shit sometimes. Yeah,
0: and people have like brought have like made like those style of games, but like people want to like the the mass audience wants to play those style of games but with like actual teams and players. Like the fun of that is like, the draw to that is the real is, is like, I want to play as Green Bay Packers. I don't want to play as the, I don't know, Chicago Teddy bears or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? though. like you want, you want to play as those, you, you want those players in that, in that game. You want the people that you recognize, you watch every Sunday on football or every Monday, Friday, Wednesday, Sunday, Saturday, whatever day you watch on wrestling on, you know, in, in your game. So it's, I don't know. I'm hoping that like this year off does them good because I would love to have a good wrestling game. Like I, I, I every year the new one comes out, I'm like, oh, I hope it's good. And yeah, part of me hopes it's good and it's fun because I, I want to play a wrestling game. Like I, I used, I loved playing those as a kid, and I want st- to, I want to go back to them. It's like I, I would love to have an NFL Street today, same, same kind of style. I, I want that. I want NBA Street game today. Or a uh, fucking um, uh, NBA Jam kind of game. Like, bring me those. Bring them back. So, I just, I want that licensing there with it. So, yeah. I don't know. Let's, I'm hoping to see that maybe a year off does not good. And I'm curious to see what that, that game like, I'm excited actually for the first time in a long time. Um, or maybe it could be a fun uh, wrestling game this fall. But moving on to uh, some. Resident Evil 4 rumors going out there right now and it doesn't sound like rumors at this point it sounds like it's pretty much a sure thing but essentially what's going on is that uh Resident Evil 4 is on track the remake is on track to come out sometime in 2022 uh assuming everything is fine with you know what going on in the world right now it is being led by M2 Studios which is um just opened up in 2018 but the people that are working on it, the main the CEO of it uh is a former Platinum Game CEO um, Tatsuyu uh, Tatsuya Manimi, I want to say, I, I'm not sure, but um, he's being assisted by the people that made the Resident Evil Three game, and the uh, I don't know this, but the the original Resident Evil Four director Shinju Mikami uh, is currently working on uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which he was also the um, he worked for Tango GameWorks, which he also he made the Evil Within One and Two, which I love, so. But uh, he he can't work on it. But he gave us blessing for the new game. Um, but I don't know. We you know we were talking about Resident Evil earlier. We've been it's kind of with Resident Evil Three coming out, and I just beat Resident Evil Two last week. You're uh, kind of in that same like, kind of like craze right now. But I don't know. What, what's your thoughts on Resident Evil Four coming out uh, as a remake?
1: Well, let's see. As a remake, I'm kind of interested in seeing like uh, what they would do with it, since it would be far enough out to where it's like, you know, it's far enough and stuff that uh, Resident Evil 4, the game itself, I mean, there's really not too much to improve upon it. It's a game that was released in 2005 and it's been pretty much ported to every other single console in the sun. And uh, quite honestly, I am very surprised they decided to go with 4 instead of, like, say, another Resident Evil game that maybe actually deserves it a little bit more in terms of a revamp, in terms of, like, say updates in terms of like maybe story or gameplay stuff being like say code veronica code veronica was like one of those games back in the day where i think it was after resident evil 3 had released but uh that's another one of those cult favorites and stuff from that resident evil series that people were clamoring for but uh it's just the thought it's just the kind of thought and stuff that uh Resident Evil 4, even though for a long time it was known as one of the best games in the series, it was also partially responsible of why it stopped becoming Resident Evil in the first place, because the introduction of a lot of the action elements led to like uh, kind of like straying upon the formula for like 5 and 6, well 6 especially, but uh, <laughs> I'm kind of interested in seeing where at they would take that direction. You know, I know that Resident Evil 4 was more or less sort of action oriented. Could it be a? Could it be they may kind of remix it in terms of bringing more of a survival horror type of vibe back into it more so than it was in the original. I mean, it's it's kind of hit and miss, really. I I don't really see how much they can improve upon it besides graphical fidelity and quite possibly the controls. You know. I mean, it would be nice to play that game without having to press a certain amount of buttons in order to do a quick turn to the back in order to, just, like, just do that, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. uh, no, it's just me rambling.
0: Um, Yeah, I... I'm a... Obviously, like, Resident Evil 4, and I talk about, if you listen to the show for, over the course of its lifetime, almost eight years, um, is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I beat that game so many times. I remember like replaying it, new game plus over and over again. I finally made a million dollars, so I could buy the the infinite rocket launcher, and like then beat it, <laughs> then beat it one more time. That I can uh, on with just the infinite rocket launcher, where you basically just one shot kill everybody in the game. Nice, and, like, yeah. So I probably beat it. I mean, it was literally I, remember, I know it was at least seven times I beat that game. So eight or nine times I probably be, actually beat that game. Um, so I, I don't know. Like I remember like it came out on three sixty. They did, like, an HG like like, remaster of it. And it, I don't know. I remember playing it. I played it for, like, probably a good three or four hours. I was just like, this does not age well. Like, uh, you know, with, like, the one stick controls, it's, eh, it's a little more action-y and adventure-y, but it's, like, it's, you know, it's, like, we we move past this. So, um...
1: Well, then again, without that game, you know, even though it's aged and maybe not as well as maybe we would have remembered it, was responsible for not only doing that sort of over the shoulder view for like uh, third person shooters but actually led eventually to the whole cover mechanic
0: oh <laughs> yeah no I'm not I'm not complaining about that I'm, I, I still love this game and like you know in my mind but it's just like going back and replaying it now it's like okay like there's so many better games than this now but like I still respect what it was it's like you know but I I, oh, I, I would hope that if you can just like remaster this with like the current engine that they're using the RE engine that they're using with, with 2 and 3 make it so it's a little more modern it looks fucking gorgeous. Like, cause there's not much else that looks better than games in the RE engine. Um, yeah. Like, I hope uh, that's all I want. Just fucking like the, the story, the story of resident evil really went off the rails with, with four. So maybe there's some things you could do to fix that a little bit. And also escort missions has gone away where like, that was like the worst thing of like two, oh, yeah. like two generations ago. And like the beginning of last generation, where it's like, like it seemed like most games had like the the escort missions, like especially like open world games, it's like escort missions were like, God,
1: that was so shoehorned in that. Yeah,
0: like I don't want to like escort the president's daughter around, make her like, you keep her in there fine, but like do something where like I don't have to constantly take care of her. Don't make it Resident Evil Five where it's awful, the AI is awful and dumb, but find some find a balance there with it. Like, but I mean, you seen like they have made. Slight changes to the stories of two and three, so I could see them making slight changes with four. But um, I don't know. I'm all for this. I really am because like it's one of my favorite games of all time. But I I recognize like it's definitely a game of its time. It was one of the best games at its time. I mean, it's one of the best games of all time at its time
1: when it was like 2005 when that game when that game released on the GameCube. I remember distinctly, distinctly when I was 17, friggin'. Renting both that and Metal Gear Solid Three, mm-hmm. the same night, and I s- literally played Resident Evil Four. I played that like around eight or nine o'clock that night, all the way up. And this is like during the summer, mind you. I played that game until midnight. I played about three hours of that game, and I spent the rest of my time playing Metal Gear Solid Three until like about six o'clock in the morning. And that was probably one of the best nights I've ever had running a game because I literally played two of the best games for quintessentially each of those consoles (laughs) back to back yeah and was just literally just enjoying myself yeah dude but re4 man that was such a fun game
0: yeah no i i have so many fond memories of that game for playing it over and over again for years so um yeah it's it would be great to see like a game like that was so crazy like so like i don't i don't think there's been a single game like from like my childhood that's been like remastered remake like completely remade from the ground up um yet uh so it'd be interesting to see that, like it's like this in metal you solid like the first cup like two or three like if you can remake those in today's like games like that those are like the games i, I want the most like brought back so i don't know i, I have faith in them for doing it uh with, with them doing it so i hope that, that actually uh happens but moving on to our, uh, I'll make this our last topic. Um, so, Crisis. I don't know if you ever played Crisis back in the day, Gables. Um, nah. No. Okay. Um, so, this is kind of leaked early in the week, but it, it was officially announced today. Uh, we're recording this on a Thursday, by the way. Um, well, it's, I technically here it's Friday now. It's like twelve forty-five in the morning. But uh, so, Crisis is being remastered for. It's coming out to the Xbox One ps4 and the switch also pc um for everybody uh, out there it said coming soon there was like a 45 second teaser and that was it uh so i'm gonna assume that you are just not interested in this game
1: well to be perfectly honest with you i mean i remember crisis back in the day being that uh, benchmark for people playing games on pc yes. saying oh hey this is a high demanding graphical fidelity type of game and stuff if it can't run crisis then it can't do shit you know all that Stuff back from the late '90s, yeah, because that was a game that was released in '98, and people were going gaga for it because it looked freaking pretty. But at the same time, it's like I look at this re-release of this of the original Crisis, and I'm thinking to myself, "It's like, god damn, this is like a freaking like 22 year old game." No, 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 no. A... Two thousand eight, two thousand
0: eight came out.
1: Wait, 2008? Yeah. The... Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But yeah, yeah, that's basically kind of what i remember from it but uh i never really played it never really had too much interest but
0: yeah yeah i I remember that was a big thing when this game came out too was like it was like oh this is like the the like everybody had to upgrade completely like to like this is like the next big hot thing i remember there was so much buzz around this game coming like the the pcs and it's like everybody like had to get all the new hot shit for like this was the reason to upgrade almost like this is the game to like get the new console for this was like supposed yeah. to be the big game to get like upgrade your P- PC for it, I remember it came out. and I was like, ah, it's just a generic first shooter game, but it looks really pretty. And I remember like I didn't play it. Obviously cause we're not PC gamers, but I remember crisis two came out. Um, I want to say like 2009, 2010. And I actually really, 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 really liked crisis Two. love that game a lot. Actually, uh and then like i remember they actually like released crisis for the 360 and i'm like oh this it's fine it's okay game like i it's funny because like it's like this is like one of those like those franchises that's completely forgotten like last generation in a way uh kind of like how like we were talking about last week like saints row it's like saints row 4 yeah technically like it came out to ps4 but it was like you know it like came out it was like one of those the in like August 2013, so a few months before the new yeah. consoles came out. So it's like, in a way, kind of the for- one like forgotten games, of the last generation. um and This game, th- this is on like a-, a bar lower than that. But like I remember, like Crisis Two being like really, really good. It was like fantastic. And going back and playing Crisis, like they put like twenty bucks on Xbox Live, and I played it. And I'm like, this is just like every generic. <laughs> First-person shooter game from that genre, yep. and then like I remember like being so excited. Crisis Three came out, and I bought it on launch day, and I was so fucking pumped for it. And I'm like, this is like, they have lost their way. So I don't know. I don't like. I, I, I feel like in a way, like maybe this is like everybody's just talking about it because like how like beautiful that game looked back in the day, and it actually ages fairly well for like uh, like a 2008 game on pc but yeah i i just it coming like who cares like why is this happening like the only thing i can imagine is like crisis four is like coming soon or something like if they remaster crisis two then maybe you have my attention but uh, I, I i i just don't see it like it, I, i'm curious the price point is like saints Row the third like i was super excited for and then i saw it was 40 bucks and i'm like oh wait <laughs> but it, it's just i don't know like if it's five bucks i'd buy it but it's, it's i'm not enough like I, I i look back and i'm like those games were the crisis two is a lot of fun but it's like this is one of those games that just does not need to happen for any reason whatsoever um but that is the end of our topics cables let's jump into uh yes. we've been on like a, a, a thing lately where we're doing like what we've been playing first there's been a while since so we've done this we've done what we've been playing last but uh do you want do you want to start or you want me to start buddy
1: I think I'll start okay. for a little bit. I haven't really been playing too many games. I have been predominantly focusing upon Animal Crossing New Horizons, mm-hmm. which, honestly, it has been a lot of my attention just playing that game. And uh, what's kind of hilarious about it is I looked at my time, and now I'm officially over 100 hours God playing damn Animal Gimmels. Crossing New Horizons. Well, hey, man, it's like I went through a process and stuff where you know those little, like, backlogging sites and stuff that you register, like, uh, or how long it is to beat it and stuff like that? Well, out of curiosity, I registered all the games that I have on my Switch on, like, uh, that how long can you beat it and stuff like that. And it roughly translated to, like, about 939 hours or something it's going to take for me to get through a lot of my games for that stuff. And I didn't really, like, mark down any of the games that i have beaten or anything else like that, but... To put it in perspective, they took the freaking site tells me it's like 39 days in order to go through a lot of the games inside of it like that. So it's like, I look at Animal Crossing and I put 100 hours into it. And I'm like, man, man, I've enjoyed this game so much. <laughs> but uh, the latest thing that I've done inside of it is I pretty much have gotten the last upgrade for my house. So, how it is, you start off with a tent. You work your way, you pay off your little debt thing until you get a house. Then you can upgrade to, like, three separate rooms, eventually paying bits of bells here and there until finally you get, like, uh, a top floor. And the last one you do is, like, a basement. But uh, the last payment that you have to go through and pay off Nook is, like, two and a half million dollars, or two and a half million bells. Jesus Christ. So I have already, like, got, like, about half of a million that I'm trying to just work towards for bells. And what's kind of hilarious is, like, I've just been basically going through playing the game consistently since it released. And uh, quintessentially, it's kind of hilarious. It's it's a game I've played for almost a complete month, 100 hours. Mm-hmm. I have still have not gotten the end credits for the game, which there is end credits for this game. And that's quintessentially after you get K.K. Slider to perform in your town. And so a lot of my thing right now has been trying to get a level three star island, which I'm at two, and I've already maxed out all of my uh, extra villagers. I've gotten like three new villagers inside of my town now. I got uh, two chickens and a gorilla. (laughs) And what's kind of hilarious, the gorilla, he kind of sounds like Donkey Kong, but uh, his name is Pee Wee, and he's like, he's gray, and it's all this stuff. And it's kind of hilarious that uh, every time they get like new animal, like new animal villagers inside there, I always went, Okay, what's this gonna be going on right there? It's like, okay, I got a frog right here. His name is Huck. He's like a he's like a black frog. He's doing this, he's doing that, and stuff like that. And I go and I get like a little random island ticket. I go off to a different island, and all of a sudden I encounter a different one. It's like, oh, this is a chicken. Hey. Mm-hmm. But what was kind of hilarious is like, there's a chicken that I encountered named Goose, and that uh, he literally says at the end of everything, it's like. <laughs> like, uh, like, like gack like gack <laughs> So every time that uh, he passes by, I'm like <laughs> Oh my god! It's just little things like that that make this game just so enjoyable. Because yeah, there's a there's a lot of quality of life improvements in this game, but uh, it's just the feeling of working on something you created for a long period of time and actually seeing it bear fruit because this is a game of patience tyler mm-hmm. i mean it's a game where you're going to be spending so much of your time farming resources sculpting the, like uh this island and what you want to do but uh the last thing i really want to do is like i want to get this island to like level three i want to go through and shape off my town to actually have a lot of like stuff i've been actually breeding flowers so it's like i got like a lot of these different colored flowers like i've Bread like uh, these black tulips and like these pink wildflowers and these blue wildflowers and all this other stuff. But the reason why I do that is because if I breed enough of these red tulips to get black ones, if quintessential, get gold ones itself for so much. But uh, it's just the little things where I'm finding things to do. But what's kind of hilarious is I actually went forth and uh, a couple nights ago. I was I was fishing. My whole island was raining and stuff. And all of a sudden, I started coming across these huge fish called like a colacant, And uh, what's kind of hilarious is I caught about four of them. I donated one, and I have three of them now inside of my house. And so my little house, when you enter into the thing, there's like these three big tanks. It's like <laughs> inside the little middle of things. <laughs> but you want to know it's hilarious. When I go up to, like, uh, the Able Sisters, like, Taylor shop, right? You can buy certain bits of clothes for your character and this and that. There are actually, like, sports jerseys randomly that pop in, like basketball, baseball, football. And I kid you not, there was actually an NFL jersey that kind of reminded me of, like, the like, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> and what's kind of hilarious was the team colors of some of these jerseys. Like, you had, like, freaking the, yeah, uh, <laughs> the Bears yeah, the Packers, like the Lions, and even the fucking New York Jets. I'm like, what? Why the hell would I want New York Jets colors? Why <laughs> would? Like, and oh my god, oh god. Then just going through like some of the NBA jersey colors and stuff, and I'm seeing like Sonics colors, like Super Sonics that haven't <laughs> been a franchise since like 2008, and I'm like, oh god, yeah, of course. This is localized by Nintendo of America, based in freaking Washington, so it's like, <laughs> it's, it <laughs> of course, sense. there's gonna be see like Sonics colors in here but uh I don't know no, no it's it's gotten to the point and stuff like that where I'm just basically going through just having fun just creating things creating clothes creating like uh, objects I'm actually kind of planning on uh, creating a whole bunch of acoustic guitars and just placing them all over the island <laughs> so you know, the villagers will actually go through and pull, start strumming them oh there you go oh dude they do random shit too it's like you'll have a couple villagers that'll go and just randomly work out or just start jogging or try to They'll actually give you stuff if like uh, if uh, they see you, or they'll teach you random like emotes and stuff that you can use for reactions. But what's kind of hilarious, there was this one GIF that went around for like Animal Crossing: New Horizons, where it's like you see these two villagers right in front of the residential service building, and they're doing exercises, right? They're like doing their bends, or like their bends and everything, like bending forward and stuff like that. And with the way these two villagers are positioned, it looks like one of them's taking the doggy stuff. <laughs> And I look at it, and I just laugh my ass so I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> He's like, it's one's bending up, the other one's bending <laughs> down. And it's like, "Oh my god!" But um, I finally got the the character that uh, I've been looking for that actually buys all the insects. His name is Flick. He's like this red chameleon that's like dressed in almost like a a punk attire. He's got like rings and his like his scales and all this other stuff. But uh, he pays top dollar for bugs and all this other shit. Hmm. But uh, I'm not too sure how long I'll keep on playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. I mean, my friends have been playing a lot of it. God, one of my close friends or something has like almost 180 hours inside that damn game, game. But uh, I'll tell you what, it's like I recommend Animal Crossing New Horizons, especially if, say, you're looking for a new game that's actually going to entertain you during this whole quarantine stuff. Mm-hmm i kid you not, since this game's released, that's pretty much what I had been playing, and it's like, it's lasted me for such a long time. But I'll tell you what, in further Switch news and stuff like that, I was coming across, I was coming across some, like, random, like, uh, issues with my Switch dock. What's kind of interesting is I was playing my Switch on my TV, and over the past week, I don't know why, but simultaneously, like, Three or four days in a row, I would go to turn off my Nintendo Switch, go power on the power on, like, just try to uh, use the power button while it's docked, and I keep getting shocked. And it's like, I kept getting these little things, like, uh, and what's kind of interesting about it, it's like, I would just touch the thing, like, on the top, you know, and it's like, okay, I'm just going to go through, I'm just going to power off the thing, and I would actually go through and touch, like, um, the Switch at different spots, like, on top, and I would still be getting these, like, little miniature shocks. I'm like, what the hell? But, uh, there was the one time where it's, like, I got a little miniature shock, and all of a sudden it's, like, my, my TV screen all of a sudden kind of, like, blinked a little bit in terms of like, the switch in and of itself, like it, like it was trying to get itself together just to re-go through and, like, uh, image flashed on the screen, so as a precaution I decided to take my stand for my switch and put it back in its box and I am going to be playing my switch handheld for a while mm-hmm. cuz I do not want to simultaneously be like have my stand short circuit my fucking switch because I do not want to wait fucking 4 to 6 months to get another fucking switch in case this happens. And I specifically do not want to lo- lose my Animal Crossing save data considering it only is locked to one switch.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. That w- Yeah, that would be a fucking, especially over 100 hours worth of gameplay.
1: Oh, yeah. I put so much time in that game, I am not losing it because of some fucking technical crap that Nintendo could have easily avoided.
0: Yeah, <laughs> true. But that's
1: it for me. Right. I know you've been
0: playing some fun stuff. Yeah. So I uh, I got Resident Evil Three and Final Fantasy 7. Uh, was, oh, geez. yeah. So I, I I got Resident Evil Three <laughs> on Friday. Uh, I've mainly only played it for like forty-five minutes or so because Final Fantasy 7 remake has taken over my life, Gables. Um, there you go. I cannot quit playing this fucking game. I love it so goddamn much, Gables. Um, <laughs> so I'm on chapter nine now. Um, oh wow, you're pretty deep. Yeah, so Deep. So deep, not I want to be so deep in Tifa though. So deep, so deep. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's sleeping so I can say that. Hopefully she 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 wouldn't make it this far to the episode, so I don't worry about it. All
1: of a sudden she just looks over to you like out of the way. <laughs> like what the don't fuck? say
0: that. I immediately looked over to the bedroom like oh fuck uh, no um so deep though cables uh but yeah so I've been playing uh the fuck out of that I'm like 14 15, 15 hours into this game now, um oh, yeah, I, okay. I, I can't. I just I cannot stop playing this game. I am so in love with this fucking. I have not been this hooked onto a game since oh, man. I want to say like, like honestly, like God of War. So like, it's about oh. two years now. Where it's like, wow, that's a while. Yeah, I put like I play a lot of games I really enjoy and stuff like that, but like the point where it's just like all i can think about is this fucking game like i got it on friday I, or no i didn't even get it on did i i got it friday yeah i remember i woke up um, we were talking about it because we recorded last thursday and we are starting talking about it and i was just like i woke up uh, Our the after we got done recording i started watching some videos and stuff like that on there on online and just some reviews people were saying about because it, it was reviewing well but i'm like but it, like the lot of games review well but i was like is this the game i'm gonna enjoy and I watch them gameplay, and I'm like, I'll check it out. There's nothing else to play, anyways. And it looks like I could enjoy it, and like, it was just like, within an hour and a half, I was just completely, totally invested in the story with with Cloud, and Jesse, and a uh, Wedge, and Barrett, and and Biggs, or I, I, I just, it's so fucking fun. Like, it's just like, it's like, this is like the game of like I would want as a child. Like, when I was growing up, like, I was all into JRPGs. And it's like, you know me, game like, I have completely grown out of that Where I, I hate anime. Anything like anime is cringeworthy. And don't get me wrong. There's definitely some, like, cringeworthy stuff, with, it, especially Biggs, who walks around with a goddamn fucking uh, machine gun strapped to his fucking arm. Like, his arm is a machine gun. Um, or Gatling gun, rather. And it's just like, there's some cringeworthy stuff. I'm just like, I don't like this. But it's just... I, I just i can't stop playing i i just can't stop playing this game it's fucking gorgeous the worlds that they have built and and walking around them it's like i want to explore everything i've done every side mission that i can do at this point Gables. that's how much i'm enjoying this wow. game i i don't leave an area until i do everything i find all the treasure chests, break all the boxes i do all the even some of the dumb fucking side sort side quests you can do i'm doing them i enjoy this that's how much i'm liking this game like it's so fucking fun. Like the the characters are intriguing. I want to know more on what's going on with the story. Like what the hell is going? On? Cloud has these like headaches and like weird flashbacks with Sephiroth and like like t- the, like the intrigue with like the background of these characters and the, and Avalanche the the terrorist eco terrorist group that he's involved with. Like I love everything about this game. I, I I just I can't stop playing it. Like it's so goddamn fun and tifa is hot af i gotta say it I, I, tyler <laughs> yeah, fell in love with her what the fuck am i gonna do now so
1: uh tyler's got a waifu yeah, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. now you're a part of the weave community yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: i've never never been that guy before but now i'm just like oh, man if you were if you were real if you were, oh like, no, here comes the body yeah, film. I was like, <laughs> go on google.com, go in incognito mode, tifa slash pornhub.com. Let's nah. see what's going on here. I don't know. I actually haven't done that yet, but that's a good idea. <sighs> Something I could do after the podcast. Um, but <laughs> um, no, it, it's, oh man, I, I just, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I can't stop thinking about this game. Can't stop playing this game. Like the gameplay itself is completely fun. I love like it's kind of like an upgraded version of what like the Tales series has been. Like if like they made a Tales of Sophonia remake, like this is what I want this game to be. Like I would fucking like one of my favorite games of all time. Like we we're just talking about earlier Resident Evil Four. It's like if they brought that's a game. If they brought back and just have these guys make Tales of Symphonia, I'd be all in. Um, but. Yeah, I just, the gameplay is fun. It's fast. It's fluid. Like you being be able to switch between characters, um, which is something I didn't think I was worried. I wasn't going to like it at first. I didn't really like, but like going in, like building up your, um, ATB, which is like your, these like trees you can fill up to like, as you add the active, com- like uh, active combat. And like, you can, that's how you do like spells and like use items. Things like that they basically just like, I think like I said up completely just ripped off the tails Gameplay and they just brought it into 2020, like that's what, like they've just brought it into like what we would want it to be now, and they are doing that. And as, like I said, it's brilliant. I love it. Um, I I just more people like there's not enough people playing this game, and I'm sure there's like it, it's it's selling like fucking hotcakes. Not enough people playing this game. Oh, I've, I'll tell
1: you what, yeah. it's it's very telling, especially when I live in an area that's. Uh... <laughs> It's a retirement community. It's kind of small and stuff. Since that game was released, that game has not been seen at my fucking Walmart at all. Wow. And I'll tell you what, when, I, when that game was released, I went to Walmart early because I wanted to get a copy of that game because I know for a fact that I will play it. And what's kind of hilarious, as soon as I walk in, I see one dude... Already having that game in his bag, and I knew for mm-hmm. a, I knew an instant I gotta rush over the fucking electronics section because this is gonna be out by the hour. And there was like three left, and I got my one. And it's like ever since then, it's like that and Resident Evil 3 have been sold out for like almost like a complete week and a half.
0: Yeah, I've I, you know, yeah.
1: that's how good Final Fantasy 7 remake is. Yeah,
0: no, it, it I mean, I think you should be telling that someone like me. Who actively dislikes anything that's like, jap? Anything JRPG? JRPG yeah, like it, it's and I it's part of me. Like I, I don't know what it is. Like I, I I don't understand. Like I was never like a huge anime fan in general. Like I definitely like I like mm-hmm. Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon and stuff like that. But I was never like I never liked Dragon Ball and stuff like that. I hated that. But it's like I was like uh, like for some reason I don't know why. But I, I grew up like a Final Fantasy hater. Maybe it was because like I was like, I was a Nintendo kid. You know, I couldn't like anything that was Nintendo. Like, I only played Final Fantasy 1 and 2. hee <laughs> And I played the original Final Fantasy 3 and DS. Like, I was that stupid, nerdy uh, Nintendo kid. Maybe that's why like, I didn't grow up with that factuation with Final Fantasy 7. Because all intents and purposes, that's the game I should love. I remember even playing it back in the day when I was like... But I was, like, too young to understand the game. All, Honestly, I, had to, I... Go ahead.
1: Honestly, when it comes to Final Fantasy VII, I never really played it up until I like, graduated high school, and I only played little bits of portions. So I don't really have too much nostalgia from back then. I mean, hell, I didn't play too much of Final Fantasy VII at all. So this yeah. is going to be like almost a fresh experience for yeah,
0: me. Yeah, and the, like, and that you know that that's fun for me. Like, it's some. Like, this is a game I had really zero interest in, at all. Like, I never like when, like when they announced it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm really excited for those fans. You know, but it's, like, now it's, like, I had literally 5% interest in this game. Like, just from, like, I was interested as, a, as like, a fan of gaming and, like, what people are going to say about this game. And then, like, literally until, like, the, the reviews came out and it was, like, overly positive. And then, like, watching more reviews and gameplay and I'm, like, oh, man, like, this is a game I might enjoy. And it was, like, maybe I'll enjoy it for, it might be a game that sticks with me for a little bit, but maybe I'll move on, but it'll be a fun little experience to play, uh, you know, with everything going on. I'm stuck at home, might as well pass some games to play. Whereas it's just like now it's like I don't want to do anything else. Like I am like <laughs> I, I'm just like I completely pushed off like everything. The other night uh, Courtney had a brother and sister over and they're playing game like like card games and dominoes and stuff. And they're over there playing, I'm just like I'm gonna sneak over here and play some Final Fantasy seven i fucking <laughs> for like six hours. I play Final <laughs> with dude, we have guests over and I'm just like I got my headphones on playing Final I'm like, fuck y'all. Like, this is great. I'm having a great time in my life. It's like you guys are having a good time over there, but I'm having the best time over here playing Final Fantasy Seven by my fucking self. And it's like that's what I did for all night, and it was fucking great. Oh like I have not had that like type of like fun and like a game has not taken over my like doom was great and i love doom like this is crazy for me to say like doom Eternal was a fun great time but the game was like it was very stressful so it's hard to play in long spurts like i beat a level maybe start to the next level but i'm like all right i gotta i gotta walk away and this is the type of game where it's like i'm completely sucked in i don't want to do anything else all i want to do for every waking moment is play that fucking game and I, that's where i'm at with this fucking game um and i don't understand like, i can't believe it's fucking final fantasy 7 that's doing it like this is like this was the last game I, I would think to do this to me, and it's happening. So yeah, oh uh, yeah, final. Oh boy, it's so great. Like I, you, you would ask me a, a week ago. I'm like, what's a shoe in for game of the year? Doom Eternal. It's it's gonna be one or two. No competition. Maybe the Last of Us will compete with it. And now I'm just like, fuck, man. Final Fantasy VII might be not only the goddamn game of the year. Maybe one of the best games of the goddamn generation. Like, that's where I'm at. Like, this game might, like, when I look back at it in five, ten years, might be one of my favorite games of all time. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm on chapter nine. I'm I've heard people like that, like, the shoehorn, like, only do, like, the, the, the main bits of the game with very little, like, side content. It takes them 30 to 40 hours to beat this game, and I'm doing everything. So, it's probably going to take me 40 to 50 hours to beat. So, who knows where I'm going to be 30, 40 hours from now. But right now, it's like this is what, this this is what I'm feeling right now. So nice. yeah, I, I fucking adore this game. But uh yeah, that's that's all I've been playing this week. That's probably all I'm gonna be playing for the next couple weeks. Uh, so um, I, know, I think that's gonna wrap us up for this week, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page um, and group. Uh, also on Twitter at Dr. Uh, Twitch, Dr. Podcast, follow us on there, YouTube, Dr. subscribe on uh, spotify itunes all those places check us out just search for drunk, uh, drunk nerds uh drunk, drunk nerds podcast uh subscribe follow um like five stars leave comments or if you can do we really appreciate it that you go to those places and check us out uh the more you do that the more it helps us uh be found by the people um so until next time, guys i was tyler
1: and i have been colonel gables so until next time everyone have yourself a fun time Least try to, at least try to keep yourself occupied mm-hmm. during these uh, perilous times. But most importantly of all, thank you for another. Thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast.
0: Hey, oh, Gables. Yeah. Too, sweet. Too sweet. Bye, guys. Pitterpot sucks. <laughs> Bye, Pitterpot. <laughs>